the Dad Mods Media Machine presents the Brews with the Dudes podcast. Feces? <laughs> the whole state already smells like shit, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do, are you saying feces help the corn grow? Well, I mean, it's fertilizer. Yeah. Is human is human waste fertilizer, though? To an extent, I'm sure it is. I mean, how is it different than any other mammals? Well, I always yeah. assumed it has to do with the diet. The diet of whatever is fertilizing You the, mean to tell crop. me PBR will not fertilize crops? <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. Well, I wonder. I mean, you know, it's like, <laughs> so you compare a wild animal. What's most common fertilizer made out of? Cows? Yeah, yeah. probably. And cows eat primarily grass. So you're saying that well. vegetarians going to have better fertilizing I shit than somebody who eats a lot of meat? Because no. humans eat a lot of terrible we, things. We could we could do an experiment. We could hmm. each plant a garden this spring. We'll fertilize it with our own shit. And we each eat different diets. See what happens. One That's a really good, you can, interesting you idea. One eats normal and one eats horrible. Yeah, <laughs> see who grows better. Uh, it's a, what do we tomatoes. make? Tomatoes. Tomatoes. Yeah. So we're, we're all crapping on a tomato plant. <laughs> we see? Well, here's the thing though: we'd all have to make sure that we're doing it the same way, so that like, like <laughs> what, what, like a handstand? You're trying to launch it onto the plant? No, or just like, like <laughs> I mean, like do we so, have a control group with like store bought fertilizer? Yeah, but okay, are, are we idea. talking like you're gonna literally just like there's this poor plant that's trying to grow and you're gonna <laughs> drop a yacht coin? <laughs> on top of it <laughs> like oh, i mean i feel like that might be the problem so how I, do you I properly application uh, methods probably up so to you. do you do you kill yeah. two birds with one stone if you have diarrhea how so much like do you water want and fertilizing at the same time yeah, your neighbors <laughs> judge you <laughs> i don't know oh, it's you're gonna put it in a ninja blender and then <laughs> <laughs> or you like go pop a squad on your planet well that's that's what i'm saying like that's my thought it's like i'd literally go and shit on I, it but it's, i could see steve out there with a slap chop Chopping up turds for his fertilizer. Um, is that what you use for like uh, Un- walnuts and stuff? I mean, if it works, <laughs> my normal normal dump. Hey, neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why do you fertilize your, your garden at nine oh five every morning? Well, because at eight fifty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I make the fertilizer. <laughs> and would you need to mix it with soil? Yeah, because normal fertilizer isn't just straight oh, shit. I think it's mixed with other if that's stuff. That's the case. I'll well, just you... use Roman shit. He eats dirt anyways. <laughs> <laughs> or do you just like add it to your compost? See, that's interesting. Yeah, I wonder if you could just. <laughs> so if you just like didn't have running water in your house for a week, you could just go crap in your compost pile. <laughs> you imagine how bad that smells. Man, we are solving problems left and right again. We are. So in the last episode, we're gonna form the pizza party, yeah. and now we're gonna deal with. What would this be? Fertil- We're gonna find a new, new way to fertilize. What would this be? What would be the benefit of shitting, it, rather than down? Well, it's easier on the waste management side oh, of yeah, things. Absolutely, so it's, it's less, less less water, so we're using less resources. So we can finally is. fix Flint, and they can have something to drink finally. So look at that. Wait, how do we? How would us crapping and because the woods? we're using less water, we can give them our water, so they can drink that shit now. Ah, gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, see? Okay. Problem solved. Um, yeah. So do you have any input? I mean, how do we fix Flint's problems? <laughs> I, I ain't going anywhere that. <laughs> All right. Uh, hey, guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Brews with the Dudes podcast. We are almost four minutes into this thing, um, but we're we're starting. Here we are. I'm Jake Lindquist. I'm Donnie Allen. 
And Stephen you guys, you guys know this guy. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't really need an introduction anymore. He's the uh, long-time listener, first-time fondler or yeah, something. Like that. Yeah. Well, there's no fondling going on anymore. Not well, not no. right now. Not, not right currently. Now, no, no. Should we just dive right into um, this? We're gonna dive right into the beers. So your your beard, you're good. Um, I'll try one of those. So I picked up a Earthrider Cloud Top Hazy IPA. It looks fabulous. It does look fabulous. Good looking beer. It is. Earthrider's got a nice good looking. shit. So. Um, and also on that topic, uh, since you know this is a perfect segue. Um, we're excited to announce that uh, the Machines and Caffeine shows are a go, and Earthrider signed on for the very first show. So they're going to be there. Yep. So come look at cars. Come have a few drinks. Mm-hmm. Something to eat. Drink some beer. Yep. We've got food food truck. Food truck. Yep. So there'll be PB&Js mm-hmm. and beer. No. Yeah. I, I don't know what the food truck's going to have. They could have PB&J. They have some funky stuff. It's like uh, burritos stuffed with taco something it's crazy that like cold pork yeah. or something like Sold. that it had all kinds of funky shit that'd be fantastic yes now i feel like a dick for not drinking earth rider that's okay if you want one you can have one or you could just leave since you're being a dick i am a dick. jesus man <laughs> <No>. <laughs> i haven't seen so, this in a while so i have to no, it's been a hot. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta make catch up, up for gotta all break the you down again. Shit talking. <laughs> <laughs> so you can build me back up, or just leave me down. That's usually what he does. Is he just tries to beat you down. Yeah. He takes the challenges in his personal life, and then he takes oh, it out on his so friends many around challenges. him. So many challenges. <laughs> Should we just go straight into it? Yeah, the first challenge. <laughs> <laughs> the first challenge is going a week without ejaculating. Oh man. <laughs> that, that's the second worst thing about getting a vasectomy. Oh, let me rephrase that. As it says on Essentia's paperwork, voluntary stable, uh, stabilization. Stabilization. <laughs> Stabilizing your sex life with yes, your wife. Something like that. <laughs> voluntary sterilization is what it says on my paperwork. Which is the best name. Which is the it's, best phrase. It's like, how can we make this sound as nice as possible, even though it's not? It's, it's such a sanitized phrase. It's vanilla. It's, it's just, very vanilla. Yeah. Yeah. So we are three dads now that have all had the snip snap. So we've got three geldings in one place. <laughs> uh, all at different stages of the process. So I was the first to get the snip snap, then Steve, and now Donnie's the latest. Yeah, on Monday, so like four days ago. So you are still in the state of healing. Yeah, I still got stitches in my balls. Yeah. So we get to swap stories, and this should be kind oh, of fun. Oh, man. Because I've got two stories to tell, but um, so you're the most recent, most fresh in your mind, and you have something that you want to talk about. I have a couple things I want to talk about. Was it a hot nurse? No, no, she wasn't hot at all. Pop a chub in the middle of it? No, (laughs) no, so, all right, you go there, they give you your Valium, I had diazepam, which I took. They said, like, oh, take it when you get there, we'll bring you back in an hour. They did not bring me back in an hour. They brought me back in 40 minutes, and I told Mm. them, like, I'm not feeling this medication yet. Like, mm-hmm. she's like, oh, that's fine. We have some paperwork for you to do and go over some things and all that. I'm like, okay. And eventually it starts kicking in. Yeah. But the worst part of the whole experience is when they get started because you're, you're not numb yet. They have to find what they're going to snip. So they're down there, and I don't know what he was doing, <laughs> but I'm surprised to have testicles left because he was pulling and pinching and fucking stretching shit. It was so goddamn uncomfortable. 
<laughs> and as he's fucking got your your balls like literally in his hands, like he's trying to you know crack a walnut, yeah. you just see him grab a syringe. <laughs> And you're like, what the fuck are you going to do with that? I'm getting flashbacks right now. <laughs> it, it, it was awful. Um, yeah. And then he, he pokes you. I feel a little poke. I'm like, yeah, I, I bet I fucking am. <laughs> and when he went to inject me the first time, um, the nurse had to put her forearm in front because I like naturally just was like, going to push him away no no shit. <laughs> and so she's like she's holding her arm there and i'm tensing up and i'm pushing mm. on her arm and she's like just push on my arm and breathe and like i didn't breathe either so i instantly got hot and sweaty right out of the get-go mm. and then then like it you get numb you feel that burning sensation from the lidocaine and then you go numb and i eventually like i just didn't care at that point i'm just staring at the ceiling mm-hmm. and they start talking to you about the weirdest shit like oh, what are your kids like what do you do for work and all that like <laughs> yeah. you're cutting open my balls right now and you want to know what i do from seven <laughs> o'clock to four o'clock <laughs> get the fuck out of here oh man and then like you're just carrying on a conversation like you ran into your best friend at the grocery store and then all mm-hmm. of a sudden you look down and there's just a little cloud of smoke that comes up followed by the, <laughs> followed by the nastiest smell of burning skin and you get to wear a mask during all of this oh, so man. then you got burning skin smell in your mask and it's just it was, this is why uh, i want donnie to go first because it is so <laughs> fresh in your mind because i for i forgot about the puff of smoke just, just, well, so, how could you forget about the puff of smoke so we we started I totally did well, i'll I, tell you why i forgot i don't know why i said we they started on i mean i was there the right, but and they I had was a, holding your hand they kind of raised that <laughs> somebody had to hold the flashlight <laughs> um so yeah, so they they cauterized that, and then apparently they need to cauterize a little bit of skin. So I got you see another little cloud of smoke come up, mm-hmm. stitches, stitches me up on the one side, and what? it's not like a little stitch. Like you see him, like he's making a fucking <laughs> blanket down there. His arms fucking coming up like this. It's like what what the fuck are you doing? At that point, he's just fucking with you. Like yeah, <laughs> these big like dramatic movements. Like how how big of an incision is this? Like are you? <laughs> like did, did one fall out you're trying to stitch that back in too like jesus christ he's like how much can i make this kid squirm <laughs> yeah pretty much <laughs> and so then we go on to the next side and they got an me on that side too and that side was worse so you go through all <laughs> at this point like when you're numb so you kind of just don't care uh... you're just numbed out and all that you're fine and then he starts the other side, and you—it's like you—it's like you have amnesia, and you just forgot how painful it was the first time around. They grabbed your balls and tried to find it, and all that kind of shit. <laughs> and now you're drugged up. You're numb on one side. They're doing that, and it's—it's uh. it's just horrible. You feel pain up into your belly and shit like that. I had to get three shots of lidocaine though on my left side. Mm-hmm. Like the one side was just one and done. He did one, and he's like, "Can you feel this?" I'm like I can feel that. Okay, mm-hmm. well I'll just give you another bit. Can you feel this? I'm like, you can still fucking feel it. He's like, well, yeah. you're paying for all of it, so here you go. <laughs> <laughs> really? Is that what he yeah, said? He's like, I can't use this on anybody else, so it's just. I'm just going to keep shooting just, you up full of it. Yeah. So we do that and all that. Again, talk, you walk out of there. Talking about everything under the sun. <laughs> right. You know, what kind of dogs do you have and all that? And how long have you been married? And uh. then a little cloud of smoke comes up. <laughs> like, okay. He's like a weird magician. Yeah, so you're like, cool. Like, you're going to pull a rabbit out? Uh, like, what's next? Testicle wizard. <laughs> and that, that's kind of like your signature. Uh. Like, oh, we're halfway done now. Mm. Like, I saw the smoke. So I'm stitching me back up and all that. And he cleans up and they stop the bleeding, which was 
like, it didn't click in my mind, like, you're probably going to be bleeding because they sliced open your ball sack. Mm-hmm. But they're like, oh, okay, we're going to keep some pressure on there and make sure you stop bleeding and all that. And he takes off his gloves. He's like, well, I hope you have a good rest of your day. And I, <laughs> I looked at him like, well, it can only go up from here. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and then, yeah. yeah, they just let you lay there for 15 minutes until mm-hmm. you kind of come come to a little bit and... Yeah, when when the benzos rub off. Yeah, and then <laughs> they're like, okay, no having sex for a week, ice it, and like just sit on your ass for the next two days. And right. <laughs> oh man, so Steve, yeah, <laughs> what was your experience like? like I felt like mine actually went pretty pretty smooth. Mm-hmm. Like I took my uh, Valium or benzo, whatever. Have like, him, uh, Donnie, help him pull that a little bit because he's talking towards us. Have him pull a little bit uh, like that. Oh man, I almost got to like move that back a little bit more towards you. <laughs> All right, sorry, sorry guys. Just want Steve to be able to be heard for once. <laughs> so, anyways, take, there we go. Take my Valium, and like, I don't think it ever. I don't ever remember. Like, I'm like, I'm pretty sure this thing ain't working. Mm-hmm. Like, like that's how I felt. Like, I don't know. I'm not. I don't normally take scripts like that but (laughs) like i don't really like like i don't think this is doing anything like but at the same time i was probably a little too much comfortable too comfortable with what was going on than i probably should have been so maybe it was working i just didn't realize it Mm -hmm. that's that it just kind of like makes you super relaxed yeah i I just noticed like all of a sudden we're just talking and i got lost in conversations Mm -hmm. i'm pretty relaxed generally anyways yeah yep. but when some dude's got your balls in his hands and a fucking scalpel oh, for sure like the, the <laughs> yeah, I was I was, in, in hindsight i was more comfortable with that than i probably should have been like i, I mm-hmm. was laying down and she got me all cleaned up and put the fucking sanitary wipes and all that shit over there and then she pulls up a tool of trays and i remember looking up and being like there's like 15 different pairs of scissors and shit there and just thinking to myself like this this, oh, this doesn't look pretty. This is like a well, you don't Tim like Burton blood, film. right? You no. don't like blood. You I, don't like needles. Nope. So this is already going to be a little harder for you oh, to yeah. oh, deal and, with. And my wife didn't go with me either. Mm-hmm. So I, she got stuck working. So my sister in law went with me. Oh okay. <laughs> Which is it's fine. She's cool shit. But I, I had to give her a warning, like just so you know, when they give me medications and drugs, I have a mm-hmm. tendency to just to fucking say shit. <laughs> like when I got my teeth pulled years ago. What? When I got my teeth pulled years ago, uh, my wife was with me and I came too. And I was hitting on the nurse in front of my wife. Nice. <laughs> uh, when I got my appendix out and they drugged me up before I went back for a surgery, I was shit talking the doctor. Before. <laughs> oh, really? He's like, oh, are you ready? I'm like, am I ready? I'm like, I just got to fucking lay here. Are you ready? You're the one that's got to do this. <laughs> he just kind of looked at me. I'm like, you fucking asshole. <laughs> you were seriously yeah, that's exactly insulting what I, the guy? That's what, I, that's what I told him. You called him a fucking asshole? No, I didn't call him an asshole. Oh, but okay. Like, what are you asking if I'm ready? Like, I don't got to do anything. You're going to knock my ass out. You're the one that's got to oh, cut me up and Let's fucking shit talk the guy out. who's about to cut you open. Yeah, my wife yeah. just, lo- I remember her looking at me like, just, just shut up. <laughs> just, <laughs> just go. Just get this done. God, so yours was pretty smooth sailing. I think so. Mm-hmm. Worst part was the uh, trying to find it right before the lidocaine, wasn't it? No. No. Steve's used to having his balls tugged on. <laughs> That's, <true. laughs> That's his fetish. <laughs> They're like, sir, can you stop popping a Woody? 
We're trying to get this done. They had to put lidocaine on the penis because it kept getting erect. <laughs> like, need this thing to not feel Stop. anything. Back. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't have that problem. Like, they probably knew things were happening. Like, you can't get excited for this. No, no you <laughs> yeah, can't. No kidding. I will oh. say that that was a fear, though. I'm like, what happens if I just pop wood halfway through this? Well, I had a really attractive nurse. <laughs> Did you? And that was a thought that crossed my mind. Is like, this could get awkward because she's <laughs> handling it and pushing it out of the way and They're doing all these hold things. It up yeah. out of the way. So like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I heard stories from friends that had that problem. He kept popping a oh, chub. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was it an attractive nurse too? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 I wish he, he actually he. His stories are much better, but I can't retell them. But oh, nice! Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll have to have him on here. We'll have four people that have all been snip snapped because we could fit a fourth on here. We, we could. Yeah, I. But when it's... they were like washing me down with the iodine and everything, mm-hmm. like I swear they just like took it out of the freezer. Oh, same that here. Was ice cold. <laughs> I don't think I could have got it up where I wanted to at that point. <laughs> right. I, I like straight up any. I remember telling oh, the nurse like recommendation for the next guy heat it up in the microwave first <laughs> <laughs> no kidding <laughs> shit was cold they probably do that yeah that was really bad probably so that way you don't pop a wood mm, yeah yeah but it just like but, i felt like it made my ball bag just shrink too yeah well, everything might, got tight gripped well it might be easier to find things there. everything's more compact yeah that's Maybe. true <laughs> no, but, but then you're drugged up and you're like okay great now i got shrinkage going on and i got a nurse grabbing my balls and they're at that point, I don't really care what it looks like. That's the thing. Well, like enough. Once the benzos kicked in for me. So you guys are both pretty chill dudes. And granted, this is a situation that you're going to be very unchill in. Yeah. Um, but for me, like, I just kind of like my resting point is a, a, a little bit of anxiety. I've kind of always got a little teeny bit of anxiety. Not as bad as I used to be. But um, when that stuff kicked in, when the benzos kicked in, I was like, oh. This is really nice. Like, like can I get more of these? I'm so relaxed right now. I'm like, I can see why people are really addicted to these. <laughs> well, see, I. So the weird thing to me is, I, I recently started taking some medications, and they didn't ask me if I was on any new medications until after I took the benzo and went back and mm-hmm. saw the doctor. And she she asked me she's like, "Are you on any meds?" And I told her. And I'm like, "Should you have asked this before I took more narcotics?" <laughs> like. Why are we asking after the fact? Yeah. Whatever. I don't know. I love I don't know. That's funny. It's funny. I don't know. Well, okay. So your your situation was fairly straightforward. Nothing overly memorable about it besides the fact that they were dicing up your scrot. Yeah. Nothing. Uh, I mm-hmm. felt like I do it all the time, but I think it was pretty uh, <laughs> pretty routine. So when they were like doing the, the poke and trying to kind of make sure that you were numb... It was all just straightforward injection, yeah, good per- to go. Yeah, straightforward, down to the point. <laughs> so you had the first time, the, the the right side was... One and done. One and done, and the second side they had to keep adding, it was right? three times. Okay. So did they... Here, how would I just tell my story? We, I'll just tell my story, because there's out? a few pieces of this. No, no, actually. Um, so... I had a pretty traumatic experience. Uh, it was crazy. Okay. So they're doing all the usual stuff. They've got the iodine. It's cold as shit. It's, oh, yeah. you know, shrinkage, all that kind of stuff. Um, hot nurse. Try not to get excited. And when, because the, the drugs had kicked in by this point, 
so I'm I'm chill and I'm relaxed, and then they're starting to kind of you know like you were talking about like grab and pull on your your ball God, bag still, and oh, I can trying still to feel like, the pain. Kind of adjust everything and figure out because what he's trying to do is he's trying to find the tubes, the mm. what vast deferens or whatever. Um, and so he starts doing the injections and stuff on mine, and you know it's the same thing where he did I think one or two injections on the right side, and he's like, "Does this feel pretty numb?" And I was like, "Yeah, I don't really feel a whole lot." And he's like, "Okay, cool." Um, and so he starts doing the slicing and dicing, and I'm like, "Okay, whatever." You know, everything's right as rain. Yeah. Then, do you guys remember when they bring out the clamps? A, a little bit. I was just trying to stare at the ceiling and not yeah. pay attention what they're doing. Yeah, so <laughs> they, <laughs> I remember feeling a clamp, but not any like pain from it. So they break out the clamp, and they clamp me. I felt it. Oof. I like zero. It, I felt it as if there was zero numbing of oh, it. Oh, no. You guys ever seen The Exorcist? Which one? Where she, like... the ceiling? Yeah, the where she just, like, you know, oh, does yeah. the whole, like, off the bed, like, yep. almost, like, levitating. Like, I did that. <laughs> they clamped it. I felt it as if there was zero um, numbing agent, oh. whatever, lidocaine, whatever. It was the most incredibly awful pain i've ever felt in my entire life it was unreal <laughs> clamped that shit and then she's like you know everybody panics they're just like oh my god what happened and i'm just like i feel it i fucking feel it I fuck and i'm like <laughs> losing my mind on these people and they're like okay 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 and they grab a bunch of fucking um other you know light cane or whatever and they're shooting me up in a few other places and they're like is it any better and it's finally the pain is starting to kind of drift a little bit but like at this point my body's so tense that i'm just like yeah just sore and i'm just hurting and so finally i'm I'm going numb on it, and they the nurse is explaining to me, and she's I, I'm trying to remember how this all came to be, but so she had said that the, she's there's a few people that have a uh, there it is now I'm remembering the detail. So I get a rash on my stomach from a certain belt that I wear. And at the time, I had, like, this little... It, it's strange because it's, like, the belt buckle. And it's just below the belly button. And I'll get, like, this little teeny rash right there. And what it is is it's a nickel allergy. And she's just, like... And, you know, she's like, by chance, do you have a nickel allergy? And this is after this happened. And I was like, yes, why? And she's like, sometimes... When people, when the, the lidocaine, they've got like a higher tolerance for it, they have nickel allergies. Weird. And I'm like, I would have loved to have had that question <laughs> a little while ago. <laughs> that should be on the questionnaire. Yeah. Should be. <laughs> like, nurse, you've got this great theory. Tell the doctors. <laughs> Make this a part of your questionnaire. <laughs> they just come in with a club and just hit you in the head. Oh, They're my just God. knocked out for all of it. There it was... Go unreal and they did the other side and they they shot it up like crazy and everything so it was fine um did they pull it out after they cut the section out did they show you guys it i asked to see it you got to see it so, so it's this weird little bright white tube oh what did they do to me my, <laughs> so they, they, wait what did they cut out they, <laughs> it's not supposed to hurt when you pee <laughs> yeah right it's a urethra so they had to send mine off to the lab 
to verify. <laughs> is this the right tube? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly what there's a was a pathology. I think is what it was. So that they they took a sample of of each and they sent it off to verify it. And I actually just got the paperwork. And yeah, it's all it's all good. But I looked at it, and in the little, I, I think that was standard because I think they sent mine to the lab too. Yeah. So the little jar that they had, it was like this little <laughs> red, like a little red section of tube. Oh, Congrats. mine was bright white. <laughs> maybe I that's don't know why. <laughs> maybe, Wait, what did they cut out of me? <laughs> maybe that's from all the cocaine. <laughs> oh, it could be. It could be. Oh my god. Weird. Well, I went to a, a different clinic than you guys did. You guys went to Essentia. I yeah, went to ours St. is certified. <laughs> right. Did you go to the animal shelter? Well, that's the money. I mean, I might I mean, have. Uh, the wife just dropped me off. Of the next pa- of I'm the high next, on benzos. If the next patient was a golden retriever, you went to the wrong place. Mm. <laughs> yeah. down to Tijuana. It would have been nice, though. <laughs> yeah. been cheaper, and I had a snuggle yeah. buddy. Yeah, it really smells like done the lipo at the same time. <laughs> lipo. <laughs> at this point, I can use it. It really smells like cat piss in here. <laughs> I can't figure out why. <laughs> I almost yeah. asked that joke. I almost asked him if I could get a discount for our St. Bernard. Because <laughs> right. he too needs to be snipped. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. So that was that was a wild story. And so I, you know, I asked my dad because he had obviously gotten a vasectomy after the third. And there's you know, three of us kids. That's, and that's what third means. Yes. <laughs> but I don't know like, if everybody understands. Um so my dad, you know, I'm sharing my story with my dad and he just starts laughing and he's just like, I got a story for you. I got a vasectomy story for you. So he is laying down on the the cold hospital bed or whatever these things are, the gurneys or whatever they dice us up on the surgery, surgery table. And, um, you know how like when they shot you up with lidocaine, they waited a little while, yeah, and they like, like tested it or whatever. Yet. His doctor went slice. Yeah, I mean, I my dad said he waited about thirty seconds and then just started opening him up. He had somewhere to be. He's like, I got tea time at. Three and I'm not fucking oh, missing that. <laughs> my dad told me that I felt so much better. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I at least I didn't feel scalpel on my scrub. <laughs> I don't. Ooh. I don't feel so bad about my experience. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> could be worse. It could be the Lindquist experience. Oh, man, you guys got the short and the stick on that one. Yeah, uh, it was wild. I mean, I don't understand the whole like it wasn't numb. They clamped it off thing, but <sighs> I'm just. I'm glad it's over with. Yeah, it, Don't got to worry about accidentally making more kids. Same <laughs> here. Yeah, so they, they have uh, you jerk off into a cup. And like, well, they say. Yeah, it's they like didn't, a, They didn't tell me a time frame. They just like, make sure you get off 20 times. Then jerk off. They didn't give cup. you a time frame? No. Because hmm. they even scheduled like my lab appointment for me. What? Oh, did they? Yeah. They yeah. sent me <laughs> they sent me home with a cup. Well, they did that and too. And I have some chemical mm-hmm. tube sitting in my fridge and she's like whenever you deposit it, just write down the date and time and then drop it off at the clinic. <laughs> chemical tube? Yeah, I got this little tube that's like this. It's got some red liquid in it's it. It's like a preservative. Yeah. It's sitting in my free my my fridge right now. Really? So you make a parfait out of your jism? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <I don't> know. <laughs> you put granola in it yeah, too. She, she's <laughs> 
banana slices. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but uh, yeah, she's like, yeah, whenever mm. you deposit <laughs> your, your sample, she's like, just write oh, down man. the date and the time on the label and drop it off at the clinic. Like, I that, love the phrasing up. that they use. They but all just it, beat her on the bush. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nobody they, wants to be crass. They actually like made a date for me. They, they did not make a date nice. for me. She's like, yeah, it's less than a week away. Oh, she's like, you just do this. Oh, at home. wait, really? Like you, yours still hasn't. No, I still haven't done my next the, Wednesday the is my lab appointment. Post spank. Oh man. Yeah. yeah, obviously, like you've shot a plenty. I've been so, working on it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so so you haven't yet. No, because I have to wait a week. So that'd be Monday. I've already warned the wife. I'm too like, fresh. Just wait. See, and this is so funny because he's warned the wife. Okay, so <laughs> my first time that I wanted to like let her rip, I didn't want the wife to do, have anything to do with it. I, I wanted this to be strictly manual because I had so much. <laughs> I was just nervous about <laughs> oh, it. Really I was like, what's going to happen? Is it going to hurt? Like, <laughs> it, it, that's the first one's a little nerve wracking. It is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I've read up on it. It doesn't hurt. I've read you might see blood in your semen. <laughs> <There's> <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> Whatever. I don't give a shit. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, that's funny. So, okay, she, you're... Well, and I'm not she, surprised she pushed, that you're just gung-ho. She pushed the snip... Oh, I should say pushed. Requested? She requested it, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, she gets what she gets. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this is so funny. It's just difference in opinions. Like, Donnie just can't wait. Because you're already, like, a very horny person. Oh, yeah, yeah. We already bang, like, three or four times a week. Yeah, so you're just, like, you're itching to you know, oh, yeah. hook so, up with the wife. Yeah, so we have a, a, a chalkboard in between. We've got this golden retriever, and <laughs> <laughs> that's where you're going with this. No, the no, only female animal we have is the cat. She's a cunt, so. Uh, <laughs> so in between our two uh, doorways into our kitchen, we have a chalkboard painted on the wall there. And I was cleaning off a section of it the other day. And the wife's like, what are you doing? I'm like, making room for tally marks. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and she, she went to, she's like, what? Oh. <laughs> oh. <I'm> like, <laughs> like, oh, yeah. That's exactly what I'm telling. I'm not I gonna, love that you're going to show her. <laughs> I'm not going to label what it is. They're just going to see some tally marks. Are you going to try and do it as many times as you can in such a short period of time? Yes. <laughs> nice. So she, I told her, like, I, they said 20 times. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I can knock that out in a weekend with enough Gatorade. <laughs> like, you're just going to come up from work and there's just going to be 15 up there. You'll be like, what the fuck were oh you doing? Oh, my God, Don. <laughs> <laughs> what? Just be like, yeah, sorry about your pillowcase. Yeah. Does it still count if it's a blank? <laughs> Does it count if it's a blank? Why, yeah. you shot a blank? No, I'm just. If, if he's just going for like as many as he can in like a weekend. Oh, sure. <laughs> I'll keep track That's around. true. You got to clean the pipes. That's that's oh, yeah, the goal that, of uh, it. Well, that's why I told her. I'm like, the doctor's orders. Like, it's oh, got to get done. Right? Sorry. So she works evenings <laughs> all next week except for Monday. So guess what I'm doing? <laughs> Kids go to bed at seven thirty. Yeah, I could I probably get two harass to, my wife. I could probably get two to three out by the time I go to bed. So <laughs> crank go, them out. Go raid your sock drawer. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even need that. I think that was the last time I was on. <laughs> yeah, I did yeah, not the, need your sock. The sock incident. I did not need a sock. You don't need a sock. I did not need a sock full mm. of twenty loads. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, one sock it need to be like a big tall tube sock yeah, something like that <laughs> just, you just progressively work your way up 
I mean, this isn't like the tally marks on a door frame as your kid gets older, <laughs> taller. Trust the spots on the tube socks. Yeah, pretty much. And that was number 20, honey. All right, we're good. This <laughs> is just like it's a sword. It's just rock solid. What's that for? That's for somebody breaks into the house, just club them. Club them. <laughs> yeah, you store it under the seat of your car. <laughs> you never know. After you knock them out, then you disgust them with it. Yeah. <laughs> you tell them what you hit them with. <laughs> <laughs> That's nasty. Oh, These are the man. swimmers of my unborn children. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the family, bitch. <laughs> oh, man. God. Yeah, so it's it's wild, like, going through that whole experience and now being like, okay, like, no stress. It's funny because the whirlwind of family creation is like you've got the early days where you're doing everything in your power to not knock up your girlfriend, significant other, side piece, whatever. Yeah, your, your left hand, I mean, whatever. Just trying to not impregnate something because life as you know it will get fucking wild. And then you get married and then you're like, okay, now I want to do this. Now that's the goal. And then you have kids and you instantly regret it. (laughs) (laughs) But no more of that. Then you return to your previous state where you're like, anything but making more of these. (laughs) Yeah. You know? And let me tell you, the peace of mind. So you're still, so you and the wife haven't given it a go yet then. No. So you're still waiting for the clearance from the old doc, Reno. Yes. Nice. Okay. Uh, the freedom once you get your results that there are no swimmers in your juice is the most like, um, it's just it. It's a peace. <laughs> it is an inner peace. I'm really worried that you guys have it's gonna come back with swimmers still there. And like, <laughs> I'll be like the like the one percent that's got like a third bass in there. And I gotta go back and do it again. Well, here's the kicker. Did the doctors explain to you that these things can reconnect? Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck is that? <laughs> yeah. What do you mean, doctor, that they can reconnect yeah, after they've been severed? Like, Here you go. Guess what? If that take a couple more inches, if that <laughs> make them work for it, natural selection. I don't know yeah, what is shit. that. That is a like yeah. evolutionary. So, how would thing. that? How would that make you feel though? That if yours didn't reconnect, but mine did. So like. Am I a better male than you are? Because my shit's like no, your, your you genes to, are you meant to, to live on. It it. Maybe, <laughs> <laughs> like, or it means that your doctor didn't uh, cauterize it enough. He didn't see enough I, spo- smoke. <laughs> I saw tons of smoke. Your guy was trying to send signals <laughs> over there. <laughs> no, I I think when they seal up the ends of it, I think they they. What do they do? They do a clamp and or a, a staple, and then I think they oh. also stitch the end or something like I don't that. Fucking know. I think some of them knot it too. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, you must have been a Boy Scout. Boy Scout, like, good job, Doc. It's a fisherman's <laughs> knot. <laughs> they purposely like try to place them as far away from each other yeah. as they can. Yeah, yeah. Which is so insane to think that they reconnect if you just slice out a little section. They'll just slowly... <laughs> Wow. Shit, if you pissed me off, I wouldn't want to reconnect to you at all. <laughs> well, it just makes me wonder, like, uh, how does that... In nature, how often do vast deference get split or broken? <laughs> that they need to reconnect like that? Well, if you're a deer and you're, like, jumping over that barbed wire fence and rip over your sack, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, oh. speaking of which, um, uh. so, God, how old was I at the time? It's like 12. Maybe 12. There's a little boy that... No, I, 
at the time we were all kids, uh, that lived in the same cul-de-sac area that we lived in. Uh, his name was Eric, and I think he was nine at the time. Little Eric is and nine. A little younger than us. Oh, he always tried to keep up with my buddy and I because he's the younger kid in the neighborhood. I and feel like I know where this is we, going. We used to ride bikes fucking everywhere. So there was this house. There was like an acre of open land and then another house. And in this field, we'd build ramps and all that kind of shit. Hell yeah. Well, there was an mm-hmm. old like pipe, uh, like pump for water there. And one day oh, he... like a well? Like a, there, like a well pump? Yeah, yeah. Just, just the pump though. And uh, he crashed into that one day on his bike and tore his sack open. Oh shit! So I don't know if he like separated his his vase or not, but uh, so one might have like fallen out. It could have. All, all I'm saying is, is it happens in nature. Oh like, shit! Just happens sometimes. Dude. It, it that's why you wear a cup. Yeah, <laughs> it's just yeah, no shit. that's what we do when our kids get old enough to be that wild. We just permanently put nut cups on them. Oh yeah, I'm just gonna wrap Roman it's in like, just bubble wrap. Trust me, kid. <laughs> You gotta protect the family jewels. Jesus. So you just split open the bag, huh? just split it open. How to go get oh stitches. Oh my god. Yeah, Mother Nature is just weird. Like, why She's would you put our sometimes. organs on the out? Why would you put the ball sack on the outside? So, did, why does it have to be on the outside? Did your guys' wife use that as an argument against you? Is that your junk is on the outside? I asked her, I'm like, I don't why, follow. Like, I asked mm-hmm. her, like, why do I have to go through this? Why don't you go through this? Mm-hmm. And her response was straight that is your shit's on the outside, it's easier. Oh yeah. Like, fuck. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you're you're not wrong. Well, so as Mine far as like three kids out, I wasn't arguing. <laughs> yeah, right. I just I was not very comfortable with somebody cutting open my sack <laughs> so i was all about it I, and that's the irony is that i was super excited about like just getting it done i and didn't then, give a shit the, yeah, and then the, I worst had the worst experience <laughs> um but no the reason why it's it's so different between the dude the women and men is that like <clears throat> we have little to no hormonal changes yeah. um we you know like sexually everything's still the same we generally still have the same sex drive it's it very little changes for dudes except for the fact that you're shooting blanks but for women oh, it, it is wild like up. crazy hormone issues and i think you can have like I don't know, cysts develop or yeah, something yeah. like that on well, the ovaries. Have, it's a lot it's... more invasive, too, because there should bury inside of them. Yeah, you're, uh, so you're I, digging around I in there. I get that. So, it's, you're not in and out in 45 minutes. Yeah, like, right. Yeah. In a clinic. They're not oh, awake. Yeah, yeah no <laughs> They're shit. putting them under. Yeah, you're not listening to classic rock as some dude fucking slicing you open. Wait, what, what are they listening to? <laughs> I don't know. It's just some classic rock radio station. It's like, it's like listening to like Steely Dan. It's <laughs> yeah. hilarious. Same. Just yes. like, come, just like, come on, man. Def Leppard playing in the background. No, and like that. <laughs> Pour some sugar on me. Um, <laughs> no, so you were rather excited. You seemed rather excited about yours. I actually got a little bit depressed after mine. Really? Yeah, I just had this really weird feeling of like, holy shit, I can't create life anymore. Oh, yeah. Like, that that took me a little while to get over that. It just... I did have that thought. So I was excited to get it over with because my wife wasn't on birth control. So we already were, like, really nervous about any intimacy because it's always a risk. We know that we don't want a third kid. So we had a lot of fear leading up to that and just very excited to get this over with. No stress going forward. But let me tell you, I was real fucking sad afterwards. Yeah. Like, I had a window of time where I was like, 
I cried because I, I wanted a third kid, but it's just one of those situations where it's like, I know it ch just in terms of our family, it changes a lot of things. It's like, it's just not going to work for us. I got super bummed up for a little minute there. Yeah, so I, I get that. I, didn't I get cry, that feeling. I got really depressed. I'm just like, fuck. Like, I don't want mm -hmm. any more kids by any means. Three, three, three <laughs> yeah, is, three is plenty. But just that thought mm -hmm. of like, I can't create life anymore. Like, I, I, I had that taken away from me almost. You know, it's, it was a really mm -hmm. weird feeling. Yeah. And I asked, I, asked, I asked my wife a very dark question. I'm like, what if something like what if we have to have or decide to have another kid it's like well, what do you mean it's like three's more than enough i'm like what happens if something happened to one of them and mm. we decide to, to have another one that's and a really good question that that's was, dark yeah, it's that's a very heavy. dark question and I, I didn't feel comfortable asking her but mm -hmm. i asked her and she actually replied back with we wouldn't try to have another one yeah I'm like, okay that's that's good Unless you quickly mm. follow it up with, but it's reversible. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It is Fuck. reversible. Like, right, but <laughs> I'm too cheap to reverse it. <laughs> yeah. I just don't want to go through it again. Yeah, I just don't want to go through it either. I'd adopt I'm if I had to dog. get another one. I'll just get another dog. Mm -hmm. I like dogs. And they're much easier to get rid of if you don't like them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just open the door. <laughs> Bye, buddy. Road trip. <laughs> Yep, this is ten miles from home. Oh, there you go. Man. Go go play in the woods. So, did you have any post snip snap remorse? Post. No, I was pretty happy. I got Were you? Because you've got three boys that are yeah. wrecking yeah. your house as we speak. Yeah. Well, hopefully they're, well, they're in bed right now. Right now but <laughs> yeah. We just have the one little boy wrecking our house. I mean, the thought crossed my mind, but. I'm pretty content with the life I've already created. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Same exactly. here. I just. It's just a weird feeling, though. Like that. Like knowing your shit works and that you have the ability to create life, and mm -hmm. then having it literally cut out of you, it just it just made me feel weird. Yeah. For, yeah. For, it is for, weird. For like isn't it? I just I just I don't, don't it, want to say I was depressed, but I was just kind of bombed almost. Mm -hmm. It is a weird feeling knowing you're like willingly like disabling yeah. parts of your physiology yeah right? exactly god that's a good point yeah it's almost like um it's it's like a a it's comparable to like impotence where it's like i now no longer have this function that i prided myself on being able to do before yeah yeah, yeah if that really makes weird. sense yeah it it is it is a a roller coaster <laughs> to try and process you know <laughs> yeah but God, it's it's crazy it's it's a weird thing to go through um i mean now coming out of it you're really fresh so you're yeah I'm, still going through this range of emotions i'm excited for next week to see how things kind of i will say that things n very much normalize that's good and um at least for for us because you know again my wife's not on birth control um, it's been just so nice having zero stress about any intimacy and just being sort of settled into, <laughs> I know your wife is on birth control, yeah, but never had any so, stress. um, settling into just kind of permanence. We're just yeah. like, okay, this is the plan going forward. So cool. We're here. We're, you know, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to, so my, my wife's body acts up a little different to birth control. Like it's effective, extremely effective for her, mm -hmm. <clears throat> but it can cause her periods to be kind of all over the place at times and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. So seeing her not have to deal with that, I, I like that, I, that aspect of like, I'm glad mm -hmm. I can do something to help her out. Um, 
But I've told her, like, they're giving her shit the other day. I'm like, you know, I modified my body for you, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then she looks at me, she's like, you're covered in tattoos. I'm like, yeah, but that was my choice. <laughs> like, like, That's I, awesome. I, like, I didn't say no to this, but I wasn't, like, jumping at the bit. Like, oh, yeah, let's yeah. get it done, you yeah, know? You're, you're not amped about it. Yeah, I was <laughs> kind of like, whatever. I know. I, I wasn't amped about it either, but it's... I well, mean, how could you? Yeah. It's yeah, pretty... It, pretty Tough to get amped for a procedure down there. Did you ever throw the whole like, well, I got snipped for you, so you get to do this for me type deal? Um, I no, no. See, you got you got one. You got ace up the sleeve now. Nice, thanks, man. Yeah. I didn't even think of that. I'm gonna bust yeah. that one out one of these days. Yeah, I played that card Wait, two days before. <laughs> Save that card for. I'm going keep to. that in the back pocket. I'm gonna wait until the yeah. wife is like, when she's got that sort of cockiness where she's just like, yeah. I got yeah. you. You know, like we're in an argument or something like that or whatever. Pants, like, Look at this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, see these scars. <laughs> you want to know how I got these scars? I run these streets. Yeah. I don't, let's scars? go save that you one. Do you have scars there? No, I don't have scars. Okay, I was going to say, like, I hope not. Well, yeah. I mean, like, he did a little hole and then he just kind of tore it open like a plastic bag. <laughs> Looked like he was trying to repair a fucking hacky sack. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, I got this in, done in the alley, you know. Say, have you ever tried to refill a guy said he chair? was a doctor. <laughs> Looked like a Ziploc. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Just like when you're impatient about getting into a candy bag or something, just fucking rip it's it like open. Like a Ziploc bag. Things go flying everywhere. It's like, yeah, it's exactly. like a Skittles. It's like a Ziploc bag. Bag with hamburger meat in it. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. well, I'm glad I got that done and out of the way. Oh, well, good. Good. <clears throat> yeah. You were satisfied. You've you've now spoken your truth. <sighs> yeah. Maybe. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know if I would say satisfied. It is what it is. This is the first day I've actually felt pretty good. But mm-hmm. I'm still happy I didn't go to work just because of what I do for a living. Yeah. So you kind of burst a stitch, right? Both of them. Both, Both. of them. Yeah. So, <laughs> do you want to elaborate? Like this is, okay. this is a great so, story so far. I, I'm trying to it remember. Really, it's they're 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 X's, right? Like the I the way that know. they stitch it, it I, aren't they? Like um, it looks like mine was trying to make a balloon animal, <laughs> fucking failed halfway through. Yeah, mine were. I guess I didn't examine his, his technique that that closely. Would you let him well. stitch seats in your in your in your uh, dime for you? <laughs> yes. Okay then. Well, I'm not that picky. So. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'd let you stitch seats. <laughs> I would. All right. That, that, that's fine. I'll, I'll do that. Okay. Yeah, get some material. I'll make you seats. Okay. I, I, I can fucking sell. I'm sure you can. It's okay. So. um <laughs> yeah, like it, so. You burst the. Is it literally just like a one, a single stitch? Was it just like a one I, loop? I never that they did? examined the technique of the stitch that close. Mm. So. Did he just try to act like he was tying shoes? He had like two little bows hanging out, <laughs> both <No>. sides. <laughs> he, he like double knotted it. <laughs> All I know is I probably exerted myself at work, uh, or just sneezed too really hard, and, and the stitches weren't there anymore. Oh no. no! But they were healed enough that it was a closed wound, right? No, it was open. Oh. <laughs> like you could like look inside. Yes. Did you just? Go, uh, <laughs> did that, please please tell, tell me that you you were examining the inside of your nutsack. <laughs> I wasn't. I was trying to just let it heal. I like, wasn't. what is the scrotum looker? Did you just go to the first aid kit, slap a bandaid on it, and then go back to work? I would want to see the testicle. If it's open, no, I no, could just no, kind of move no. things around a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, what does this look like? No, no. I didn't want to like. Ugh. I wanted things to keep healing. You guys never wonder what a testicle looks well, like. I've, I've no. always wondered, but I want shit <laughs> to heal. Like, does I, it look like a grape? I've seen, I figure it looks like a grape. I've seen one. <laughs> I really don't want infection. Wait, wait. <laughs> so this kid 
and ripped his scrot open, you saw a nut? No, 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 not that scenario. How'd you see a nut? Uh, yeah, we I'll... have been to three uh, bodies exhibits. Is that like a sex thing? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't know what the bodies exhibits are? It's a sex thing. You no, fuck, I. You it's it's a swine. like um, science museum like sort of. dissection thing. Sort of. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like, it, it's cadavers. Does that really count though? Like, if it's not like a living. It was living at some point. Well, it's not D- does it make you feel better that my wife was six months, seven months pregnant when we went to New York? And they had an exhibit on the process of growing a baby and all that. So they had... Like live? Like it was like human... At one point in time, yeah. They had embryos and babies at different stages. Oh, boy. The the process. I can't think of the the word I'm looking for. Jesus. Wow. Yeah. So that was... That's pretty fucked. So yeah, I've seen a testicle in that aspect. So that's mind-blowing. So you're telling me that you saw this would-have-been... Well, it would have been a baby it, if it's it not necessarily survived like a, whatever killed it. Yeah, that's true. Because I suppose, like, in order for them to crash. obtain these at these different points, it would to would have had to have died. And yeah, they're like, oh, like, quick, save it. Put it on ice. Go to the hospital, like, who wants to make 100 bucks today? <laughs> oh, my God. Do you think they just, like, call up a bunch of people and just, like, okay, we got one. So who want, which museum wants it? <laughs> Put it on ice. It's like an auction. They start betting on it. I hear $500. So I have six. No, it's probably organ donors. That's I'm assuming that's oh, what they do. Sure. Stuff like that. Go to that's one dark. go to one of those exhibits if you ever get the chance though. <laughs> it's kinda cool. So I went to the one where it was like they they split you in half mm-hmm. and they <laughs> so you can kinda like see the whole like you can see all the insides, but it's sort of split in half. You can see all the like layers. It's disgusting. <laughs> but I went to that. Oh yeah, human body is fucking weird. It's really weird. It's very weird. What about you, Steve? You work on a pig farm a lot, like no, how do, no. What kind of insides have you seen? Evidently, not as much as you. Think. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, think we I, I was just trying to like lob up a softball. I'm like, what's he gonna do with this? <laughs> like, well, I guess the little millimeter of the, my ball sack. I saw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, d- did you see like what was in there? What was going on? Like, did a little gnome poke his head out? Like, what was, did you that put your finger in there? <laughs> no, I was just like. Well, one wife being a nurse, I'm just like, check this out. <laughs> so, wait, wait. You sent her a picture? Because you were at work. So, did you like. No, I wait till I got home. You, I was going to say, do you nice. send her like a selfie? Be like, look at my balls. And you fucking sent it off to her? And, and no. what did she do? She's like, she go like. She's like, ah, you're fine. She's like, oh, that explains a lot. Don't That's pick cool. at it. <laughs> oh no kidding so just don't even worry about it. it'll heal itself up pretty much yeah oh that's not too bad because i yeah. know that it was really small incisions like they just cut oh, like yeah. a little teeny hole just enough so that they can like kind of reach one of those picks in there i think it's like half an inch on either side is what mm-hmm. they said well the worst part was until the stitch actually dissolved i could feel it poking me from oh. the inside oh so it broke off and it's sitting inside of the yeah, bag and it was like poking me from the inside like oh so god like, what did that did they... feel like? Pokey. <laughs> <laughs> you, I'm really glad you didn't write Lord of the Rings because uh, Tolkien describes a tree over the course of like four pages. And you would have that shit figured out in like half a sentence. The well, tree is green yeah. and brown. Exactly. Cool. Next thing. Okay. Elves. You, cool. This Point podcast is only so long. I don't need to use all the adjectives. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Oh man, I was a little ornery though until it, it fully dissolved. I and quit bet. Me. Yeah. So like every time you stepped, like was or, like, it, like every time stab, I moved just right, stab. it's like eh. 
Oh. Hey, I'm still here. God, that's so, awful. Did they give you guys a goodie bag when you left? She no. gave me a bunch of fucking. Of she gave me a bunch of like little uh, ointment packets. And oh she's yeah, like, I got that. Oh yeah. Well, like, I mean, she just took one whiff of you, and she's like, "This kid needs help." <laughs> <laughs> she probably saw me like, "Fuck." <laughs> this one's not very clean. I'm so, oh yeah, so. <laughs> So I, I hygiene, got, hygiene games. Week. She handed you a hygiene pack that have a, a toothbrush and Colgate in it too. <laughs> She's just like, you need all oh, that. Oh man, that's a flea collar. <laughs> uh, no, so I, I did get a weird look from her though. Mm-hmm. So. I stripped down. I'm in is the it fu- because you hit on her? No, no, I didn't hit on her. She's she's cool, but she's not attractive. I mean, did she, you put she, the gun she, on she's backwards? She's, she's a lot like... <laughs> <laughs> he was, like, wagging it after. <laughs> uh, no, but um, so I'm laying there in the fucking gown and all that stuff, and she's like, yeah, then, no, you can get a shot. And I'm like, oh, great. I don't like needles. And she looked at me. She looked at my body. Then she looked at me, looked back at my body, looked back at me, and just kind of gave me this look of, like... What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I suppose. Like, like trying to find the track marks? Or? Like it's, a, it's a different kind of needle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, exactly. It's an injection. It feels more like they're dragging something sharp across your skin. Yeah, it's like getting it's not clawed like by a, a cat, not, not like, yeah. here's a needle under your fucking balls. <laughs> <laughs> that is horrifying, though. Like, when as you were describing your experience, <sighs> it just... It took me right back, like I was seeing each step of it. Oh That's, man! Like that when they pull out that needle and you see the doctor like holding it up in front of you, and you're like, "Oh no!" Well, it, it I do just... remember looking up and he was like drawing it back, filling, filling it. I'm just like. Oh shit, that's a big needle. It is a big motherfucker. It, it probably didn't help that the week before I watched Pulp Fiction with my stepdad. Nice. So all I could think of is the overdose scene. Yeah. And the fucking needle that's like the, that long. was it adrenaline yep. into the, the heart? Yeah. I gotta stab her three times? No, no, no. <sighs> but I'm just thinking of that as he's fucking prepping the needle and all that. Just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yep. Let's not Good times. Ever go through that again. Well, ever. hopefully you won't ever have to. I'll find out in a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It didn't it take, takes. and they got to go back in and re-dice it. Oh, God. I'd be knock me out this time around. Yeah. Or something else. Give me a heavier it's, drug. Um, Let me drug myself before you guys well, do it. <laughs> isn't it like if you're awake, it's like an $1,800 procedure, but if you're asleep, it's, it's like tri- 10 grand yeah, or 8 grand or something, or something like, like that. that? Yeah. It's, it's a crazy price difference. I, I just want to know, can I drug myself before they do it? Because I... I could get my hands on some stuff that's way stronger than what they gave me. Yeah, like what would you be drugging yourself with? <laughs> I have no with? fucking clue. I'd, I don't know. I'd probably just pay you 20 bucks to hit me in the head with a bat. I mean, as long as you don't like hmm. pass out or like, I'm sure it's like a don't ask, don't tell situation. <laughs> yeah, right. So don't do ecstasy before. No. <laughs> <laughs> that might intensify things a little. Don't do Molly. Um, that's, that's ecstasy. Is it? All right. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm just trying to Mushrooms would be a bad idea. Yeah, what what would be a good... I mean, really, it'd, it'd be more of like a narcotic. Yeah. So realistically, them giving you a benzo is perfect. That's that's the right drug I, to give I you. I want more, though. Give me two. Make me yeah. really fucking So I, I will say <clears throat> that like when it kicked in, I was like, oh, this is nice, but I was hoping for more. Yeah, same here. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I remember saying that to I wanted nurse. to be stoned for yeah, this. I wanted, I wanted to actually... No, I was on something. I, yeah, I straight up asked yeah, it was her. Subtle. I'm like, so I'm like, I've never taken diazepam. I'm like, how will I know when it kicks in? And she's like, oh, you'll just feel really comfortable and all that. And I'm just, I remember telling her, I'm like, 
can I just get more than like five five milligrams? Isn't much. Like mm-hmm. double that. Like, can let, you inject it into my neck? Yeah. Like, that, I'm like <laughs> let me feel really relaxed. <laughs> yeah, but the fact that you know that five milligrams isn't enough might be a red flag. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. She kind of gave me a weird look after that. <laughs> oh, whatever. Oh man, I went to college. Well, it's crazy <laughs> to think happen. that like. People used to get prescribed that every single day. Valium used to just be a normal med that you could take every day. And now they're finding that, like, the addiction to it, you have, like, a cognitive addiction to it, like, a mental and a physical addiction to it. And apparently, like, coming off of it is comparable to narcotics. I can see that. Really bad um, uh, withdrawals. Drugs were weird. And how each of them just go, someone will completely fuck you up and others will just kind of chill you out for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, right? I know, it's just nutty. Eh, Jesus what it Christ. Is. Yeah. Well, Steve, I got something to show you here, man. And oh, I'm going to go ahead and flip on over to please. a screen share so the people can see it. Oh, okay. I was going to say, please keep your pants on. I just, he doesn't want to see your incision marks. I was going to say, how'd you heal up? <laughs> I have no swelling, thankfully. Really? Sure. I have a little bit of bruising, no swelling. I was, she told me she did, she's like, put 20 minutes of ice on, then 20 minutes off, 20 on, 20 off. And I did that nonstop the rest of the day, Monday and yes, and uh, Tuesday. See, they even night. told me that I should expect like severe swelling and mm-hmm. bruising on my left side. Nope. And it never did. Yeah, they told me like. So I'm he, thankful for that. She's like, if it, she's like, if it swells up like the size of melons, then come in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's a pretty big fucking window we're talking about here. All right. So I know that you're all about. Oh, oh man. Am I just screwing everything all up about here? about that base? So I don't know how well you can <clears throat> see this, but. That's fucking cool. That's so a unique bucket. You love tea buckets, right? Yes. That's Volkswagen based. Really? Is that like a Volkswagen four pan? Yeah. So this is this is actually a bug. So um, oh yeah yeah. I don't know what motors in it or whatever, but it's weird looking, right? It's wild little thing. I saw this and is immediately a, thought about you. That's was, super was, cool though. Kind of curious what the front end looks weird. Like. So it's a single pumper. Whatever that is. It should be a bike motor. I kind of like how they just chop the hood. Like, yeah, it's dead weight. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. All right, come on. Is it going to work? There we go. I have mixed feelings on the wheels. Like, I like them, but at the same time, I don't. They're motorcycle wheels. They are bike wheels. Those are uh, XS400. Yeah. Weird. That used to have one of those. Yep. Sorry, I know. That's so funny. I still have part of that bike. That's... I used that fuel tank for my uh, heater in my garage. God, that's so funky looking. And I love that, like, they used oak barrels as, <laughs> like, the, uh, those rear little quarters. My only thing is it, it looks backwards to me. Because it's it's rear-engined. Yeah, it that's just, true. It, it does look, look a little weird. It looks a little backwards to me. Do they use the stock me. Volkswagen suspension ports, or do they use, like, a SoCal um, front end? Well, oh, for sure this is different in the back. What's the front? Um, the front is not a torsion beam. So they did, it looks like they did something some different. Sort of eye, some sort of eye beam. Let's see if we've got a front. Ah, we don't got a front picture. Damn. So yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know what they did it's for the hard front to end. What's going on there. So we got shocks there. That, so, that is a pretty epic build, though. Weird. But Maybe a, it's a beam? I don't know. Those are motorcycle brakes on oh, there, too. You know what? There's a link. There's a link a little bit lower down here. I'm not sure. 
with all this crap. It just almost in the looks bag. like a cantilever set up with a shock there. Yeah. <laughs> it's, so I think you're right. I think it's a front beam. But yeah, those are totally the motorcycle brakes too. Like, it just I saw this and I was like, oh, we gotta talk about it because there's so much like weird engineering going on in it. There's a lot to uh, break like. There's another down barrel. In, uh, I like it. There's it's a just, barrel under the hood. <laughs> That's one of those builds you can just sit there and look at and just keep picking it apart and find different things. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I love the creativity of it. Um, it's just it's so funky. And yeah, so I believe that this is Volkswagen based. I think it's a Volkswagen pan. It's on Ruined VW's page. Yeah. It's is a good page. Oh, here we go. That's um, a fun page to be a part of. 67 Bug runs a mm. 2002 Aprilia 1000cc V-twin water-cooled engine. Wow. That's cool. Adjustable <laughs> rear swing arm. Okay, so it is actually a swing arm rear end. Hydraulic clutch. Well, yeah, I, I love the creativity. And it's funny, like, how much you can do with Volkswagen-based oh, stuff. Yeah. Like, there's... Um, they're, they're Legos. You can build whatever you want out of them. Yeah, exactly. They're they're plentiful. So, I mean, if you but find one of these where you literally have just a pan, and if you can get a title for it, you've got yourself a chassis to build off mm -hmm. of. Um, yeah, it's just... It, it's reminiscent, in my opinion, of, like... Um, the it's reminiscent of like pre-war stuff where we're talking about model a's model t's and building yeah, t buckets and all kinds of crazy shit inspiration there. yeah yeah exactly so i i thought steve's got to check this out because you'll you'll get a I kick out of it, it. Mm -hmm. have, yeah. you, have you bought a t-bucket yet not yet well so all the stock down. gains are gone now well that that is part of the problem but uh so i actually went there was one in an auction about a few months ago, and I actually went and looked at it as part of the auction, and I was in, fully intent on bidding on it. But I went and sat my my large ass in it, and I did not fit whatsoever. Yeah, that sucks. Because I've been wanting to build a tea bucket for so long, and I finally got to sit in one, and I did not fit whatsoever. I mean, I could... <laughs> I mean, depending on how much metal work I could do, I could probably like stretch and yeah, you could kind of make it work. Mm -hmm. I could probably do like some extensive body work and make it like fit it, yeah. fit it to like me. Body work or like body work? <laughs> well, <laughs> well is he gonna shorten his femurs? <laughs> well, I could probably stand to lose a couple pounds. <laughs> yeah, but I'm assuming your your problem it's wasn't height. the midsection; yeah, it was your height. Was my height. Yeah. yeah, I could see that. My knees are way uh, up here, and you're six two. Yeah, six two, six three. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, I can definitely see that. That's that my fear with a brat. I want a first gen brat are they really little? badly, but the the first gens are small compared to the second mm. gens. Yeah, Talk, uh, you don't have that fucking problem. No, I don't. And I was just gonna say that's kind of nice because if regardless of what I want to drive, like I could buy a fucking Japanese key car and I could fit in some See, little tiny that's, thing. It's funny how the world works. You have that advantage, but we had smooth vasectomies, so, <laughs> <laughs> so I don't yeah. know. All, I know, like clearly, out. I need to exercise my benefit side too. So <laughs> I need to go buy some little tiny thing. I'll get a tea bucket and <laughs> taunt you in it. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right i can admire it <laughs> yeah yeah so that that's a shame but i mean they make 
there, well, there's options, right? There, there like, are options. Like, you either like build off larger, a different chassis or yeah, or get a, like a larger fiberglass body. Mm-hmm. And aftermarket that one's been like already stretched and widened, yeah. or I could do it myself to a, a steel body, or I could just mm-hmm. get a Model A or oh yeah, that's do true. like a twenty-seven or a twenty-eight. Or there's options. I mean, well, and in theory, this is kind of a forever car for you. Most likely. Because it's a dream. You've been talking about building a T-bucket since I first met you, which was 15 years ago or something like that. A hot minute. Yeah. So, it, realistically, if you build one, it's it's a, like, I'll never get rid of this thing. It's exactly what I've always wanted. So, you might as well find a steel body and just cough up the money and say, okay, here you go, auto shop or custom shop or whatever. Stretch this fucker. Give me... Because, I mean sectioning and all that kind of shit that's so commonplace with these classics and i mean building patch panels and whatever for them to stretch that thing out six inches or eight inches or whatever it it needs to fit you in it yeah it's going to cost a little bit of money but you're working with a steel body then that's cool i'd like to try to do it myself just because it's part of the journey yeah (laughs) more 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 of a stamp that i that you can't put Mm -hmm. money on time yeah, I know it is. That is that that is a, a handful, isn't it? Yeah. Where it's just like you're always assessing the time versus money thing. I know, I I get Steve's sentiment about it though, oh, yeah. where it's oh, like 100%. building it yourself. You could take a lot more pride you know, in it that way. Grabbing an English wheel or fucking bag a shot and bashing steel and trying to form you know the panel to stretch the thing like that'd be pretty cool to actually do that yourself for sure yeah i've been watching a lot more closely trying to just because i'm a tightwad mm-hmm. instead of building it completely from scratch and finding a lot watching for uh someone's like started projects or finishing mm-hmm. someone else's project or taking it in my own direction just because there's like some pretty incredible deals out there if you, if you look for them. Yeah, oh, yeah. there. Somebody just need, needs it gone because of the last interest. Yeah. And they're willing to just take a cut on it or yeah. whatever. Pile mm-hmm. of parts and whatever. Yeah, or a fella dies and then his wife is left to try and sell it off Jesus. or something. Yeah, there's lots of situations like that. Mm-hmm. If, as long as you're out there phys- keeping your eye open. Someday, <laughs> the someday I'll find... Yeah, that'll happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know it's when it's meant to be, it'll happen. And that is one thing about, in, like, in terms of if you're looking for classic cars, this is kind of your window of time where that's starting to happen. the The age group that is the most common to own those, they're the most likely to have this situation where uh, a fellow who owns something they're he passed. Off. Yeah, 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 that's it. That's it. <laughs> They're literally dying just to be off. Blunt about yeah, it. I'm, I must um, be looking at the wrong shit then. So everything I've been looking at is just expensive as hell. Well, because you're looking at Brats or and, you're looking at El Caminos yeah. from in 1959. So like your what you're trying to find is a very desirable car. Fair enough. By the generation that has the money right now. Yeah. For sure. And if you're looking at Brats, Brats are still like they're popular in Gen Xers and they're popular in millennials. And like, so regardless, yeah, you'll never (laughs) really like now is probably, it's one of these things. Like if you're going to, if you want one, buy one yesterday kind of thing where it's like, it's probably only going to get harder from here on out. Um, Whereas Steve and I, we both love our, you know, he loves pre-war. I love my fifties cars. So it's like, 
if we ever wanted to get something else or if Steve's trying to find a, a T-Bucket or whatever, Model A, it's it's only going to... There's going to be more opportunities here very soon or it's already starting to happen, you know? Yeah, I'm going to kind of wait and see how the market goes. I mean, I guess I'm not sure how many more people our age are actually searching these kind of cars out. Not that many. It's so it, in, in theory, unless, like, these whales that are just going to scoop them up and yeah, put and them in the collections... Thing will artificially keep the market high which is yet to be seen i hope that doesn't happen but mm-hmm. that happened with porsches but yeah. i don't know that that's going to happen with model a but a lot of these pre-war cars aren't like super high end like collection worthy cars too and that's a huge difference there were so many like when the rat rod craze picked up i think that was the start of the inflated the ultra inflated pre-war cars where suddenly everybody wanted because i think jesse james was one of the ones that like kind of popularized it like obviously it was already out there but i think he built a it was like a two-door um so it was like a model a two-door which is a two doors but it's a sedan um uh, model a and i think he built like a uh you know very typical um, beam in the front kind of set up traditional like rat rod hot rod kind of blend uh, but it, all of a sudden at some point everything just it, it popped and then the, it was really hard to kind of come by these things and rat rods became popular they're everywhere and you used to be able to get a model a chassis or model a cab for next to nothing and now that's kind of especially a coupe it's very hard to find and they're expensive that's just how that goes now. Um, i mean anybody of influence build something and prices just skyrocket mm-hmm. on them and i think when that happened you ended up with a lot of guys that were building these rat rods so now when these things are starting to come available again um we're seeing a lot more of them that are sitting on rat rod builds with inflated prices and it's i've been watching those too because well there's they can still be good starting points but absolutely the price ranges are just insane because all over the place they're literally from one end of the spectrum to the other they could be dirt cheap or just super just throwing a number at the wall and see if someone bites it i've seen from three thousand four thousand running driving rat rods it might have a it's it's usually a two-door it's usually a model a two-door um, all the way on up to like eighteen to twenty thousand dollars for I've these seen rats. People asking like over thirty for like, our fucking rat rod. Yeah. God damn! Better be a hell of a rat rod. I mean, then. Those kind of prices gonna like, shake your head and like what? Yeah, that's but, insane. Like, I've seen ads over people. Yeah, it's, listings that are literally that high. It's, it's one of those full spectrum of. Yeah. It's one of those things, it's worth whatever somebody's willing to pay. Well, and that's That's the truth, yeah. It's like, are these things actually selling? So what's really interesting, especially right now, I don't know, because I think you guys probably scour Marketplace and I look for things when I show it, yeah. Yeah. Um, Are there any particular things you're searching for where you're just like, how is this price that inflated? Volkswagen Bugs. Bugs are like that, They're fucking everywhere, and they've skyrocketed in price. You used to get a clean running driving bug for like three grand mm-hmm. and now you're not touching one unless you got 5k on you oh yeah i think it's higher than that even yeah. like 5k you get kind of a it might have soft channels exactly mm-hmm. so like they just skyrocketed in price for some reason yeah 10 grand is the new like awesome like it's a great driver yep. and it's not soft it doesn't have rotten holes yeah 
What about you, Steve? Is there anything that you've been keeping your eyes open for that's like, what the fuck happened to these prices? Basically just pre-war stuff. Mm. And I think it's just those guys out there like starting high and see when they get seeing what they get offered. Yeah, I could see that. Because that's one thing, like, I feel like the pre-war, it's almost like, nine, it, if it's 1958 and older, because I, I leave out 59 because we've got the El Camino and we've got the Ranchero. The, like, 59 is a special year for a lot of different cars. But I feel like anything from 58-ish and older, that inflation didn't hit them nearly as hard. No. Because I'm talking... Mm-hmm. You, we almost saw like a 40, 50% increase in vintage Porsches over the pandemic. I mean, we're talking a pile of shit is $25,000 now. Like, you want a really nice, like, 911 SC. This is just a, uh, what do they call it? Super Carrera, which is like the non big wide body, non turbo ones. They're now all over like 50 grand, $60,000. This is for like a 77, 1980, kind of in that window, just simply 911 with like a three liter in it. Yeah, I don't understand it. Craziness. Just because it's an old Porsche. And Hondas. Uh, Something crazy happened with Hondas. You want a really nice clean Integra? It's 10 grand now. It doubled in price. E30s are the same way. Yeah, E30s did it too. I saw one... Thing had a, was in an accident in the front, so it needed a headlight, bumper, and fender, and the guy was still asking like thirty five for it. Well, I mean, like in tenders <clears throat> or e thirties, like how many are actually still surviving? Yeah, yeah, it's a or, really good question. Or unmolested. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. I feel like <laughs> those numbers have to be dwindling. Yeah. Oh yeah. Slowly. It's so hard to find a clean e thirty. Dell Souls are getting harder to come by, which shocked well, I believe me. It. They were everywhere for a while there, and now it's getting a little harder to find them. Well, they probably got cheap, and all these kids uh, riced them out or thrashed them. And, and that's it. Huh. So there's. <laughs> <laughs> I de-riced. I riced and then de-riced. <laughs> I was trying really hard not to call anyone out. No, no, no throw shade. Throw totally shade. Totally <laughs> it's shade. okay. I, I know what I did. <laughs> Believe me. I put Lambo doors on it for a weekend, and then I was like, "Yeah, no, fuck this." <laughs> yeah, I riced. It's okay. We all go through our, our uh, stages. Uh, one one car that like blew my loves. mind. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, one car that that or one vehicle that's blown my mind is Forerunners. So I, before the pandemic, um, you could get a fourth gen Forerunner like mine for six thousand, sixty five hundred, something like that. And I bought mine for eighty nine hundred. So the price is inflated a good three thousand dollars there. Um, I want to say like two months later, I'm seeing these prices at like twelve thousand. Now I'm seeing them for twenty thousand dollars for a fourth gen forerunner. Jesus. Now, granted, these are like the they're perfect. They're they're spot spotless. They've got quality mods on them, but still, I never in my life thought that I was going to see a twenty thousand dollar. 2007 forerunner. <laughs> well, that's you know? how it is for, for smaller trucks. <laughs> that Tacoma's the Frontiers just skyrocketed out of the blue, too. That's so weird. Well, I was looking at inflation data, and that was mm. it was either the highest column or the second highest column that I can't remember the exact numbers. I wish I could recall them now, but that 
the used car markets got hit harder than anything else and mm-hmm. inflation wise. Yeah, I could see that. Because nobody can afford a new car, so everything else went up because oh I went to buy news now and that it's and, not even afford, it was just availability. Yeah, no. A lot of a lot of manufacturers aren't mm-hmm. putting new cars out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. It, and even if you if you are buying one, you're basically buying them incomplete. And you have like when these <sighs> computer chips or modules or pieces they're basically calling them back like recalls. And installing, making them the cars they've already sold complete. So wait, wait, you're you're telling me that people are driving cars off the lot that are lacking features? Yes. Whoa. Jeez. This is weird. Yeah, I that is weird. I wouldn't be paying well, for an incomplete car. So according according to the salesman, if you if you believe everything the salesman tell you, so like when my my parents just bought a new new truck, supposedly they they bought the last complete pickup Kohler had on their lot. <laughs> what? They, otherwise like the chip that controls like the heated seats and like some other pieces like wow they're literally every other truck on the lot was incomplete so this if you believe what the salesman was saying so this superconductor facility either that's getting built in ohio can't get built fast enough jesus right it was a superconductor wasn't it or chip chip facility sure. or something like that and maybe i'm talking about the same thing um that's just insane this is absolutely insane well like as far motorcycles are similar too because i went into the dealership and normally you would just walk in there you'd say like hey cool um i want in my case i want a 2021 or 2022 rebel 1100 and you'll you'll they'll say okay cool well we have one on the lot or we don't have one but hey i'll order one up and it'll be here in five days from iowa or something like that so it was no big deal to just get whatever you wanted and it was it was there in no time if they didn't have it on the showroom floor and now it's the point where we're talking like so we're gonna get three rebels from honda three 1100s one might be a dct one might be a manual we don't know which one's going to be which and it's going to arrive at some point this summer christ (laughs) like it's absolutely insane it's crazy such a shit show it is a shit show and you know what else is a shit show us uh my vasectomy experience (laughs) (laughs) that bombshell so let's wrap this thing up thanks steve for joining us this is another good podcast my pleasure. Thank you for funny. Thank you for saying something. Hashing out our um <laughs> our, our nutsack dissections. Oh, <laughs> Mixed nuts and whatnot. So sorry, yeah. mine wasn't more traumatic. No, that's a good it's thing. For the best. I'm genuinely yeah. happy for you. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sad about it. Well, yeah, like even our texting the days after, like it just seemed very um straightforward for yeah. you. I was yeah. like, look, oh, okay, he didn't have any excitement. Let's, let's be completely honest. Jake had it coming. i probably deserved it (laughs) so thank you very much ladies and gentlemen for joining us for another bruise with the dudes podcast we will try and see you next week we'll probably see you next week most likely but we can't guarantee it don't hold us to it (laughs) (laughs) bye bye see ya